previously on Lost. Uh, and then Sun gets a box of box of candies, but underneath is uh, the real treat, a gun. Yes, yeah, a good fight scene where Saeed anticipates the Trank darts. Jack, Kate, Ben, and Saeed meet at this marina, and Ben admits that he was the one trying to uh, take Aaron away from Kate. But Jack kind of desperately just goes, we all need to be together again. They get to the shore. Now Juliet's nose is bleeding. Everyone's nose is bleeding. We are actually meeting the French castaways that we heard about all the way back at the near the beginning of season one. So after this, we'll get to the pod proper. But there are, there are two notable 9-11 connections to Spider-Man. Number one is what you just said, which is that um, they had to remove the Twin Towers from from the first movie because it was filmed uh, in 2000 and early 2001 and um, was supposed to come out. I think it came out like December of that year or maybe delayed it a month. Actually, this remove this part if, if it ends up in. I have a very distinct memory of being like, I'm so mad about 9-11. I should have seen Spider-Man by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. So the other 9-11 connection is that that movie has the um, the Chad Kroger and Josie Scott song, Hero, that became like one of the three songs that were about the troops now. Um, do you remember that, that one? And, and they say that a hero can and save us. Say yeah. That a hero, da, da, da. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good tune. I'm just going to admit it. Yeah, sure. Why not? You should see this movie on Shudder called VHS 94. Okay, I've never watched a VHS movie. I've never liked one before. I've always yeah. thought they were just pretty bad anthology horror. Like, even though it's all found footage, I want it to be good. VHS 94 has two very good segments that okay. I love. One has Waco vibes, but it turns supernatural. And the other is this 90s reporter tries to do a, a human interest story about people who live in sewers and it, it goes fucking nuts. I'll check that out. I love a good found footage. Are the other two worth watching at all? Well, if you get to it, there's one to skip and it's the one that is Indonesian like grindhouse horror. That was just stupid, but okay. everything else is pretty sweet. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, this is the Lost Me podcast. My name is Ben, that's Spencer. Uh, we talk about the show Lost episode by episode. I've seen it a whole bunch. Spencer's never seen it before. And tonight we are talking about season five, episode five. This place is death. And the island really proves that because we lose a, I guess she counts as a main character. Yeah. I know Michael died in the end of season four, but I didn't hadn't really thought of Michael as a main character for a while since he disappeared for an entire season and was really not all that much in season four either feels like the first really like main character death we've had in a while r.i.p to charlotte yeah i think you can only say that technically in that i don't know if i ever accepted charlotte but certainly <laughs> she's been in like 20 episodes by now so yeah white anna lucia we hardly knew ye yeah she uh went out babbling about mommy i want chocolate <laughs> waffle dinner <laughs> r.i.p as I've expressed in since the time skip started, I was skeptical 
stuff they did with the science team kind kind of really did it for me. And really, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think it's good, but not necessarily great. I was always expecting like we use that example in the modern like young Han Solo film where it's just like, oh my goodness, we found out how he got his blaster. Fan service that services no fan. Yes, exactly. And I, I some some of the previous scenes that they were skipping back to in the time skips, I think verged on that maybe, but mm-hmm. the whole gin with the science crew, that actually resolved some ongoing questions I had about what Rousseau meant so many seasons ago. So mm-hmm. pretty impressed. The other way they could have told that story was having a Rousseau flashback episode, right? Where, you know, every other scene you end with a close up on her and then it flashes into a flashback where she's, you know, killing Robert or whatnot. Yeah. I think this was a much better way to tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. Very direct. And it doesn't have to be Rousseau focused in a way that would detract from a whole episode. It's not drawn out. It doesn't become that sort of like, I was going to say Lost in It's Sophius. Lost in It's Sophius in a good way is like the Jack flashbacks. Yeah. But. Lost at its soapiest in the bad way is where it just like sort of like has these scenery chewing scenes with a couple who we don't care about. Yeah. And it's just like her her like agonizing over shooting him and you know, we get the sad music when she does it. And, and I don't think that would have been good. But this no, tells no. the story in a way that's fun and interesting and sort of chaotic. Now now that I'm talking about it, I like it more. And we get that gnarly cool arm ripping. Um all that said, I'm very excited by the promise that perhaps the skipping is about to abate by next episode. Mm-hmm. So we sort of pick up where we left off, right? With the uh, sort of the off-island meeting of island dads and moms. And Ben uh, promises son that Jin is alive. She's on the phone with her, it's her daughter? Yeah, Jian. She has those pretty dark lines about, like, he can be your friend. His name's Aaron. Meanwhile, she's, like, picking up her pistol with yeah. the kid, kid in the back seat. This is sort of son, like, super agent son, uh, like, mixed with the son who, for some reason, always had to take care of Aaron on the island, too. Yeah, a cool aunt, for sure. She's yeah. about to do a murder in front of you. Yeah. But, of course, Ben Linus says Jin's still alive, and he can prove yeah. Jack is doing the whole, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, which, yeah, it's not so much they made a bad call, but it's like she had very limited, like, agency in yeah. that moment, of course, and so they feel guilty about uh, not giving her what she wanted. But Ben Linus, he gets to the point where if you don't stop talking back there, I'm going to stop this car and turn it around. <laughs> yeah, he is, the, <laughs> he is the ultimate island dad. Yeah, yeah. And his island kids are just bickering in the back about what a bad daddy is. He's going to give the tickets to some other kids who get to go to Bush Gardens. <laughs> yeah. Some good kids. Yeah. In that moment, he, he for the second time this episode, he's just like, okay, shoot me if you're going to, but I'm actually doing you guys a huge solid. Yeah. <laughs> I've been going to the other's butcher shop. I had to stop by the other's fishmonger. And all that time, Jack, I defended your honor and told yeah. them, no, you weren't a useless addict. They show up at the church, and who walks out 
from the woods with Desi. Desi's here, baby. I love the idea that he was just like having a lost weekend and just happened in the middle of a an LA bender to stumble onto them. Hi, what are you doing here? <laughs> ben Ben shows son the ring, which we now know he got from John, and which we saw Jin give on the island. We can get to that. But yeah, so Ben sort of proves it to her enough, and they go in, and they see Mrs. Hawking. And you now know Mrs. Hawking's first name, right? Eloise. Eloise. Does that name mean anything to you in the context of Lost? Um, That you no. remember? Okay. I don't think so. I will not confirm or deny anything, but I will tell you things everyone noted on the message boards at the time. Is that num- number one, when Desmond was flashing back and forth while he was on the boat, and Faraday tells him to go find him at Oxford in 1996, uh, he says, tell me that I, you know about Eloise. And we then find out that Eloise is the mouse that he's testing his little device on. So the mouse's name is Eloise. Yes. If we're just assuming the easiest assumption there, it's just he named the mouse after his mother. That was the prevailing theory. Yeah. Okay. Another thing to note, a few episodes ago, when our losties were being held hostage by the others in 1954, the blonde woman who was holding them at gunpoint was going by Ellie. Oh, okay. All right. So he was being held up by his own mother, potentially. I would say that was the theory at the time. That scene had me convinced she had to be someone because she was fleshed out more than any other, like, other's red shirt had been, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I suppose she, she's in within uh, Woodmore's age range to be in the same cohort. Yes, that's right, because that's also when we found out that, that Woodmore was on the island. All right. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. I'll just say, you'll find out relatively quickly whether or not that's true. It's not a super drawn-out mystery. Of course, there can't be too many super drawn-out mysteries anymore, because there's only a season and a half left. Yeah. Um, Are we to take it that Desmond is included in the people who need to be brought back, even though he's not one of the six? Yeah, I think that's fair. Okay. So yeah, they he tells, Ben tells uh, Eloise this is all he can get on short notice, and she says they'll get started, so... What do you think she's got cooking? She's got a, a pentagram of little candles to light. Mm-hmm. I've wondered what the logistics are going to look like of them actually getting back. And them charting a boat seems too obvious. So I wonder if it's going to be some reverse wheel turn setup to teleport them there. Okay. Let's do the on the island stuff. We just confirmed at the very end of last episode that uh, Jin is back, yeah? Yeah. And now he's, he's right in the middle of the action, uh, hanging out with Rousseau and her crew. And sort of uncomfortably, though, I'm sure this is an acting challenge, uh, speaking more English than ever, uh, suddenly speaking broken English. Yeah. And so you can hear this character go... I need go find my camp because yeah. helicopter go there. <laughs> um, yeah. It's got to be such a huge challenge to uh, not only write, but act out uh, that convincingly written broken English. 
Yeah. And this this is also a sort of unique scene to do it in, right? Because it's it's a bunch of French people speaking in their second language, trying to communicate with this guy in his second language, which he barely knows. Uh-huh. So a lot of nuance there. I don't, I don't know if they hit it completely, but it's okay. The I got to say, the Cerberus was was spicier back then, you know? It's, <laughs> it's, it's kind of chilled out by the time of, like, present day loss. Yeah. I don't think it's going to rip someone's arm off, but... Uh, it killed the pilot. You mean in the in the lost pilot? Really ripped him up. Ripped him up good. Spit him out. No, yeah, I mean, but it's been a while since that. Slammed Echo on the ground. Yeah, but what's what's to say about these scenes? There's there's of course the novelty of seeing the crew, mm-hmm. uh, and in the back of my mind, I was wondering what is going to be the illness, or how does she phrase it? I think she says the sickness. Yeah, the sickness uh, that comes over everybody, and that is that's made pretty clear. Okay, I'm interested. You see, it is coming from the monster when he pulled him down into the vent. I think Rousseau had some paranoid inclination that these people, after an encounter with the Cerberus, aren't who they say they are. I think it's interesting and pretty cool that they left it ambiguous, though. And I think in the end, the way the scene reads to me is she really did like have kind of a paranoid snap and murder them all. That's how I read it, too. That the the sickness, as it were, is probably not real. In a way, that makes it more interesting. It makes that scene compelling and have a little more nuance to it. Because you can imagine being him having just watched his wife or lover... They are French after all. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> I have a wife, but I also have lover on boat. The monster is here. He is ripping us apart. <laughs> Remind me. So, ghost Christian. Mm-hmm. Christian parentheses dead. Do we know that there is any connection between him and the Cerberus specifically, as opposed to him and the island? I don't think we know that, no. Have we been led to believe that in any way? No, I mean, the only thing we've ever seen conclusively is that when Yemi appeared to Echo, he was the smoke monster. Yeah, okay. I think that we extrapolate that to think it's a certainly a very good possibility that Christian is the smoke monster, but I don't think we know it for sure. The fact that French dude was embodied enough to like try and shoot her, mm-hmm. whereas Christian could not help Locke, seems to pretty much seal the deal on it being a paranoid delusion of hers. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like one of those, like, you know, oh, Han Solo's blasters, but I have to admit, I kind of uh, seeing how he shot first, but didn't realize she removed the firing pin, which is something that Danielle told Saeed way back in season one. Yeah, yeah. That's a kind of cool little drop, I think. And of course, we also see Montan lose his arm, which was uh, what she alluded to in also in season one on the hike to the Black Rock, which is this is where it started, where Montan lost his arm. Damn, wow. Yeah, they, they did their homework on their own show. 
Yeah. So this also brings to a funny little thing that I remember from the podcast at the time, the Lost Producers podcast, is that for some reason, Montand is carrying a violin with him on this science trip. And they said that they put that prop in there because they always liked the joke of someone losing an arm and someone strickenly saying he'll never play the violin again. Oh, okay. Which also, of course, brings to mind the classic line from Mad Men where uh, the guy, the British guy, gets his the, the lawnmower scene and then one of the other British guys says he may never golf again. <laughs> I forgot about that line, but I will never forget that wonderful scene. Yeah. You love to see lost creators making a real good faith effort to actually solve mysteries from seasons ago. Yeah. Um, and we also get sort of the little music box still playing in the camp, which, of course, Saeed fixed for her in season one. Mm-hmm. I think very cool overall. Anyway, uh, Jin gets transported again. And then he ends up Sawyer. Sawyerland. And they have a nice little reunion. Okay, real quick, though, before we move on. This was one of those things at the time that was, you know, all in the fan debate. Does it bother you that Rousseau didn't recognize Jin when she sees him on the island? You know, I, I kind of appreciate it just being... They don't have to come up with some cute way of making it work. It's just like, look, this is the most interesting way we could tell this story. And so, yeah. no, of course not. Of course she didn't because we didn't know this was going to happen back then. Fuck off. Exactly. And, and what they said is, look, do you remember every person you saw for one day 16 years ago? Yeah. You, and, and you saw him for a total of like two hours and it was in the middle of a trauma. You probably wouldn't remember what that guy looks like. I want to see the lost missing pieces of her being very, like, kind of interrogating, like, who is that fellow? And everyone yeah. else just thinking she's racist. Yeah. I, I think it's fine. It's just one of those things when you do a serialized drama like this, and you just have to accept, yeah, she just didn't remember him, okay? Just, 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 <laughs> yeah. just hush. Just hush. <laughs> Big uh, information download here with... Uh, Jin and and Sawyer sort of saying, you know, the helicopter did take off, but it didn't get back to the island. Mm-hmm. Um, they sort of fill each other in on that, and then they go back to the orchid station. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun it's a fun little uh, little reunion. You know, we haven't had a good lost reunion in a while. Of course, instead of trying to explain why he is convinced she has to come back to the island, he tells Jin that very kind of. The loaded version of it, which is they never should have left, yep. which is very this season lock. Mm-hmm. Charlotte continues to get sicker. Why can't Daddy come with us? One flash that happens maybe right after a previous one. Mm-hmm. She has this very funny line read where she just goes, oh, no. <laughs> like, as the sky is lighting up. Yeah. Again, though, I hope it ends soon because I'm tired of the time jumps. <laughs> I'm starting to enjoy the vibe of being lost in, like, not just an island, but like a fucked up space time continuum jungle. Very, very like annihilation. Uh, yeah, I love this. I love this sort of quick double flash. And yeah, it is sort of kind of like cosmic horror vibes. Uh, Charlotte is truly getting the worst of it, and everyone kind of rightly wants to leave her behind. Yep. 
He says, don't let them bring her back to Jin. This place is death. And then, of course, she has, why can't Dottie come with us? Hard for those to not play as comic. Yeah. I, I feel. She tells them that if they happen to come across the orchid clearing and the orchid hasn't been built yet, that uh, they should look for a well. Which, mm-hmm. as she fills into Faraday uh, when he is staying back with her, she knows that because she was raised on the island for a couple of years until she I was five. Mean, mean man, he scared me. Oh, it was of course Daniel Rousseau in a scene we will surely see later this season, uh, talking to Daniel Faraday, not Danielle Rousseau. But, yeah, yeah, Daniel Faraday. Talking to the child version of the woman he loves, or at least likes. Let's see. They end up, the other group ends up at the Orchid. And after a lost reunion, we have a a very interesting lost goodbye of Jack or of John, you know, shaking everyone's hand and heading down the old well. Yeah. It's kind of interesting, right? Because it's, it's Locke doing this thing to help everyone, but also him sort of you know, in his mind, fulfilling his, you know, great destiny. Yeah, and he's kind of like nonchalant about it. You know, Jim is the one slowing up the works, extracting the promise that he, that Locke will not make. Son, come back. But yeah, he's pretty, he's like, all right, see you guys. Wish me luck. Um, And he does not have good luck because flashes again and he falls and a truly gnarly compound fracture. I'm surprised they, they're just showing that and then having him hobble around on it. Look at that fucking bone. By this point, though, they surely are just having fun uh, fucking up Locke as much as possible. <laughs> just like seemingly every other episode, a grievous yep. wound. But he's been shot. <laughs> he's been... He's been shot three times? <laughs> Is that true? Shot by Ben, shot by Ethan. Surely he was shot before them. Crush, crushed by a door. Crushed by a door. <laughs> just a lot. With Locke, it's just every different, like, folly and accident that can come. Whereas with Ben, it's just how many times they beat the living piss out of him. <laughs> yeah. Ben is just constantly being beaten savagely. Yeah. They both want it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For them, it, uh, it's a kind of reification of their special destiny. Yeah, I think for Ben, it's that if they're beating the shit out of him, he's at the center of the action, right? Yeah, truly. <laughs> and he can always be like, ah, yes, I planned this. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, in the sort of uh, cavern, whatever you want to call it, uh, Ben encounters Christian. Christian tells him what he has to do. He says, I told you to do it, not Ben. See him go to turn the wheel. We have another flash. And Christian says, say hello to my son for me. Yeah, that's all exciting stuff. I'm honestly surprised and happy with how quick it happened. Yeah. Not getting too mired down in this uh, last couple episodes mode of Lost, which is a good sign, I think. A couple little things before we close out. Daniel Faraday just... uh, in a very dad-centric show, uh, he is convinced that mommy will make it all better. No, Charlotte, I'm going to reach out to my other's mom. Mommy will help me. 
Mommy help Daniel. Charlotte to uh, Daniel Faraday. That's why I became an anthropologist to find <laughs> the island. <laughs> A classic thing that anthropologists do, finding islands. Yeah, yeah. That's why I spent uh, 10 years uh, writing my dissertation on the difference between like one, two, and many primitive counting systems. Yep. Anthropologists needed. All right. So I will say this. The next three episodes are a pretty solid run. All right. Um, we got three good ones in a row. I will tell you. So the next episode that we'll talk about next week, 316. Uh, and that is a Jack episode. After that, we got a lock and then we got a Sawyer. So a lock episode. God, excited for that. Excited to see what he's doing when he gets off the island before yeah. he dead.